Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo. Who gives a shit? Oh, hey, hey. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. The podcast where comedians are dissecting wrestling to an unhealthy degree. No more. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Dirt Sheets, bing, 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 a.k.a. Papa Oat Milk, the creatine dream, a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof. Haraja! Shuts your heart! Someone you idolize! <laughs> Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee! Gabba, gabba, wee! Yeah. Gabba, gabba, oh. gabba, gabba, oh, gabba, gabba, yeah, gabba, yeah. gabba, This girl, uh, she is mine, and <coughs> hum, well, that hasn't been relevant for a long time. Damn! She's fine! I should have known better, dude. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, we caliente wrestling reactions. Uh, man, wow. A lot to talk about this week. Um, too Many would argue too much to talk about this week, but before we do, I just want to let you know, this podcast is grassroots. Support this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast every week, you should be supporting it before we go to a big network and fucking dilute this shit, baby. Uh, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Get access to all of our bonus content every Friday morning. Me and Nick Tulo, the Supermark, we are discussing everything about Wednesday Night Wrestling, AEW, NXT. It's a great time, especially as Wednesday night is getting spicy. Um, and there's a, um, there's a lot of beef out here. <laughs> and uh yeah also uh get uh get access to our monthly cow zoom thunderdome hangout sessions which is happening this sunday for survivor series uh november 22nd right as the pay-per-view begins we'll be going on the zoom i'll post the zoom link uh for patrons with the secret secret patreon password um and that'll be uh, uh for you guys we'll be hanging out watching the pay-per-view survivor series it's a great great time great way to support the podcast and hang out uh uh, uh share some cam camaraderie is that camaraderie mm. is that a new mm. one camaraderie <laughs> yeah Cal. say it a few more times camaraderie some of the camaraderie. Uh, yeah, be... yeah, there's a lot of very out there. Stupid. Okay. okay. Stupid. Right. Stupid. 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 Okay. Stupid. Right. Stupid. Right. Stupid. 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 <sighs> stupid. Stupid. Wow. Um. Okay. Anyway, not very <laughs> nice, Orton. Someone's in a sad mood. I think we Yikes. know why. I think we know why, everybody. But anyway, uh, but, but yeah, consider supporting the show. Uh, before I introduce uh, the panel here today, um, uh, we got a spicy panel. Uh, I want to let you know. Um, besides the, the Thunderdome, uh, and being a patron, another way to support the show is by giving us five stars in Apple Podcasts. If you give us five star and write in the comments a wrestler who has recently become one of your guys, or if you want to just solidify. 
how much one of these guys, uh, one of these wrestlers is, write it in the comments, and I will congratulate you on the show for that. Um, well, I'll start. I'll I'll bring those back again next week. So do that, right? Five stars. So you know you're feeling Roman right now. You're digging this this successful change in Roman's uh, attitude and gear. And uh, maybe you need to let the people know. Get a congratulations. Get those fireworks for you. Give us five stars uh, on Apple Podcasts. Write in the comments. The wrestlers with one of your guys. Also, one thing. Follow me on Instagram. At, at Dan Black Attack. I'm posting exclusive uh, clips from the show now um, on my Instagram that are uh, pretty fun. And, uh, hey, if you're in the, the Zoom Thunderdome, you might even see yourselves on my Instagram. So check that out. All right. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's introduce, uh, we got a full house here uh, uh, today, which is great because it's a go-home show. We can get predictions from everybody in person. Uh, to my down Zoom square uh, uh, or rectangle, uh, he's a nasty, nasty boy, nasty Newman Hagen. How about it? A nasty one back in the house. Um, to my screen right um to my side but not a thorn in my uh she's the first lady of cow miss erin finnerty what up? What up? and to my diagonal he is here from the patreon making an appearance he is the architect he is the supermark mr long island nick tulo alexa what time is it it's 4.27 p.m. Uh, it's 4.27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tiptoe with Tulo. What's going on? Oh, that, explains that, that explains that off-pod bong rip seven minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn, oh, the flavor. Oh, the flavor was oh, Alexa, stop. Okay, Tulo. I think we should, you know, maybe cool it with the Alexa next time, okay? Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. That's the only Alexa allowed on this pod now. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tulo, yeah. Tulo takes bong rips before we record or like hits from a bowl, I don't know, bong rip. But he does it leaning over like it's off screen, but it's just in the corner of his room. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like he's in some sort of like futuristic, like, like he grabs his like weed ventricle and is like... <laughs> back in the fucking thing yeah it's like do, does i don't know if he does he think that we does does he do you think that we don't see that or, or you're just, <laughs> oh, i'm in the, i'm in the i'm in the zoo uh i forgot no, you're only you're normally only on the bonus episode i'm i'm just two, two two goes like he's like i'll, I'll be right back <laughs> he's, he's eating popcorn. Uh, yeah, just shoveling <laughs> snacks in my mouth as fast as I can. And he's like, I don't know, I don't lose weight. Uh, what? Huh? I'm working out really hard. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know how, how that's relevant. Uh, but anyway, thank you for letting me do a little improv for you, folks. But hey, listen, time. there's a lot to talk about this week. In the, oh, what flavor? Nick, what oh, flavor wow. is that? Uh, lime, white claw, duh. Natural wow. lime. Natural yeah, drink, He's drunk Game and turns. high at 4 p.m. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 2020, <laughs> baby. Um, yeah, that's your excuse. All right, listen, <laughs> folks. Um, <laughs> wow. Jesus. 
because 2020, I'm acting like 2019. Um, <laughs> anyway, a lot to talk about this episode. We have a special report from Aaron. There's a lot to say. We have a special report from Aaron coming up. We got to do our Survivor Series predictions, mm-hmm. uh, 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 which is uh, uh, which is a good time. And um, yeah, and then also, but where I, I want to start this week, I want to say first off, just as a blanket statement. Really, I don't know if I was just in a good mood. I'm curious where you guys are at, but I was really enjoying Raw and SmackDown this week. Like I was, I just enjoyed watching both shows this week. Is that just me? No, I agree. Yeah, I had a great time watching Raw. I usually fast forward through a lot of it, but I actually watched it this morning. So, Um, I think they're in that same zone we kind of talked about last week. Uh, Well, I think Shebs was on the pod last week, but uh, what we talked about last week where. but I've been saying it for a while, where the the heavyweight title picture is very fun. The A stories of oh, yeah. Raw and SmackDown is very fun. And Tulo, yes, I do consider what Miz is up to part of the A story because right. he's going for the and the Fiend title and Fiend. I, I I think in wrestling, and I don't know, this is not. I don't think this is always the case, but the A story is the heavyweight title picture, right? Yeah, usually right? I think. Yeah, it usually is. But I kind of I kind of started thinking while that was happening, like normally in WWE writing, the A story is the heavyweight title picture. But I feel like I would switch that up if I was them. I would start having the tag title picture be the A, try make that the A story sometime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something you're trying to fuck with. But I don't I don't I don't know. I haven't thought about not that. Not gonna happen. More, no, not gonna happen. They're pretty formulaic over there. We still got the Survivor Series teams, five <laughs> groups of five that no one cares about. Oh, Nobody. Okay, but I enjoyed the shows. But before we talk about, like, you know, there's obviously some big things on the docket this week. We have a new champion. We will celebrate his majesty. Uh, but I think, interesting enough, a lot of the stuff I've written down, I noticed, is I have a lot of notes about women uh, women wrestling, women wrestlers, but outside of the ring information, okay? I noticed the most time where most of my notes is about the women's, the WWE women's division, and a lot of it has nothing to do with wrestling. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna dive into that. That this is of a week that this is what's going on. Uh, first thing uh, we'll talk about um, is did you, I mean I don't even know where exactly to begin, but I think we should start here with Aaron's special report. Actually, oh, I think we should sure. just go right into it. It's the top billing. Is that yeah. this week Zelina Vega fired from WWE? Future endeavored. Mm-hmm. It's just fun that wrestling has its own term for being fired. <laughs> future endeavored. Uh, <laughs> it's a verb. She got future endeavored. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, but Aaron, well, here's the thing about this. I, I yeah. asked Aaron to do a little special report on this, dig on what we have, because the, the details of this seem murky. And I think the details, we should get whatever details we have, because I could see a lot of sides of this situation. So, Aaron. Uh, let's, uh, let's dive in. Uh, it was brought to you by the Dan Black Attack Podcast and the Regular Guy News. Aaron, let's get a yes. special report on, uh, All right, Dan. on this. Aaron? Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. So last Friday, as many of you know, uh, Zelina Vega, uh, Thea Trinidad, IRL, was future endeavored by WWE. This was announced about 10 minutes after she tweeted out that she supports unionization. So her tweet was initially thought to be the cause of the firing, but it's been reported that she knew earlier on Friday that she was being let go. So the tweet really wasn't, uh, didn't likely play uh, 
into her being future endeavored. So yeah, there was um, a lot of yeah. There you go. Go yeah, on. that's okay. So later on Friday night, she went on Twitch and responded to her fans. There was a huge outpouring of love for her on her Twitch stream. Um, she said that her first love is wrestling, and she's not going to give that up. She added that this is not the last we'll see of her, and if she goes down as someone who stood up for themselves, then so be it. Uh, she didn't rip WWE in the stream or even really mention it besides thanking the people that she worked with behind the scenes because she is uh, under a 90-day non-compete contract. So probably wise not to say anything um, defamatory about WWE. So it was reported then that, uh, well, so, you know, we all know there was this third-party activity ban that we talked about in a special report a few weeks back. Right. And uh, since that ban was put into place, Zelina Vega continued to stream on her Twitch, and she also started an OnlyFans account where fans can interact with her for $30 a month, get exclusive pics, content, and all that. So she not only didn't Question respect the third-party ban. Yeah. OnlyFans... Oh, do you do people have OnlyFans accounts where there's no nudity, or is yeah. it pretty much assumed it's nudity? No, like Cardi no, B anything. has an OnlyFans <clears throat> where it's like behind the scenes on her like music videos uh, and stuff. Um, it can it. be anything. So she started one of those thirty dollars a month. So didn't do the third party ban. Doubled down really on her third party activities, and then it was reported. And this came from Meltzer, so take it with a grain if you want. But um, he said that she was making more off social media than she was as a wrestler so it's really Most more likely. lucrative for her yeah to be on social media um so that's really where we are now uh G gabrielle cartier carteris who we know is andrea from 90210 who is the president of sag, SAG aftra she uh, retweeted zelina vega's tweet and um said she supports unionization too and offered sent uh, her email address to Selena Vega and said, contact me, you know, reach out, feel free to reach out. So, you know, other unions are noticing that this is happening. So who knows where the conversation will lead, um, where it will take her husband, Alistair Black, but that's uh, where the reports are as of yeah. today. Well, I, well, the reports I read is that he's in, he's been in the casket, but he hasn't heard no, the news He yet. hasn't heard. He's in there. He's in the ground. He's in the casket. He hasn't rose from his grave. He's, uh, he's, wait, he's yeah, still waiting for his it. old music to hit. Um, okay, Aaron, thank you for oh, you're uh, welcome. getting all that information. Yeah, that was awesome, Aaron. Uh, we appreciate thank that, you. Aaron, lock thank it you. in. So, okay, uh, my initial response. So, Aaron, you didn't say this, but this is something I saw. Maybe mm -hmm. uh, I saw that the OnlyFans account was the last straw. Yeah, that him. was the last that well they're saying that that was the last straw for WWE which led to her being future endeavored on Friday. So that probably was the straw that broke the camel's back, but she never stopped Twitch streaming anyways. Right. So you know. Did AJ and everybody did everybody stop Twitch streaming? Yeah, I think AJ stopped, right? Hey, stop. AJ and, was on Mixer and then he switched to Twitch and then I think Well, I and I think part of it is that you have to c turn the controls of your <clears throat> Twitch or your Cameo over to WWE. So I don't know like if Kofi Kingston might still be on Cameo, but if he is it's probably under the uh umbrella of WWE and I don't know if I mean he was donating his profits to charity to um the guy who died earlier this year, but right. I, I don't know. Okay, so uh 
Well, it seems like the New Day might have a deal with WWE because they yeah. were selling the Up Up Down Down title on w- on the shop zone. Um, yeah. yeah, they 100 percent have a deal with WWE. So, so, so they might be they might already. So they already might it might have a deal, but so I don't know. I guess how does you know? I, I mean, I just don't. Want I mean, to good avoid. for her. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Want, I, I, she definitely. I think that from another thing I read is that there's two tiers of. Listen, this this is for me hitting the sheets, baby. So I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and the only reason I focus on this is because I think Zelina Vega is a really great talent for WWE. Letting her yeah. go, I think, is a huge deal. Um, she seems like a talent that AEW will scoop up instantly. You know what I mean? She's um, perfect there, right? Like she it, would be. I, she would be perfect. She would. It, she fits in so perfect because she would just do what Taz is doing, right? She would run her yeah. own stable, right? Um, no, I would probably I, give I, her the Lucha Brothers if, I, if that's what the first thing I would do. Um, I would. I would make her champion immediately. Well, yeah, she would <laughs> wrestle also, but I mean, she can yeah. also be uh, pull that dual role of running totally. a, a stable, the same exact thing, and then have totally. her be, you know. Um, so, so that's cool. But, but I, I guess I also read that Twitch and WWE are trying to make a deal. So it'll be like, oh, like you can go on AJ's Twitch channel. Man, this is so fucking tricky. Uh, a couple of elements of this. Let's just talk about it from a perspective of Zelina. She's making more now. So what I read in the sheets is that there's two tiers of wrestlers. That like when AEW started, they boosted some wrestlers to a higher tier to keep them from leaving. You know, um, I don't know exactly why, but like you know, I, I guess like you know, and then some wrestlers were at a lower tier of mm-hmm. NXT. I don't really understand the the layout. To be honest, it seems like WWE is like. When it comes to this stuff, it seems like it's the whole thing's like kind of rough shot. Like the whole thing seems a little random. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think they have some like I don't think they have some strict pay structure there. You know what I mean? So it seems to be like everyone has their own contracts and blah blah blah. So she, if she's making more from Twitch, do you think that if you were just Zelina, separate from the ethics of what WWE did, do you think that she has a more sustainable future in streaming or? She, because she's a WWE talent, that's where most of that comes from, and that her being on TV over time will dry up the stream. That's my thought. That's what I'm curious about. And then if oh well, I have a follow up. I'll let you guys respond. Well, I I had the same thought. Like her Twitch stream is so popular because she's a WWE superstar. But mm-hmm. I mean, if she gets scooped up by AEW and is allowed to keep doing third party activities there, then it's like win win. And she was pretty like. Um, uh, serious on Twitch that like wrestling is her thing. She's not going to give it up, and that you'll see her again. So she's kind of hinting that she's going to remain in the business, and right. I think going to AEW is the move, so she can continue with both revenue streams there, hopefully. Right. So if she was in AEW, but it's definitely a way less bigger. That's a way smaller platform. Yeah, you but know? I, I would I mm-hmm. would say that. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with wrestling, to be honest with you. There's plenty of people who are popular on Twitch and, and other things that aren't are just become famous by because of the content that they create. So she already she's got a leg up. And I have a feeling that a lot of her content that she produces on that Twitch, I don't I don't know. I'm just speaking about this, but I think it has probably like five percent to do with wrestling and everything else is all cosplay. Gaming and cosplay. And all, and, game gaming yeah, and cosplay stuff. Yeah. So people tune in for that. I mean, they already are fans of her, and I think she even got even more support now right. because of the decision that she made. So I think 
she could take some time away yeah. from wrestling, well, and this I'm is a good, to... better time to become even more creative with it. She's going to make a killing, even more money now, you know? Well, I, 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 I can see, I'm seeing this from every single angle, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, WWE will like. So here's my other thing into this. So, so WWE, if she's making more money on streaming, that would be proof to that Zelina has more value than you're paying her, right? Isn't that kind of just right. immediate proof that she yeah. could generate more income? So why wouldn't they see that as a way to make like a partnership where you're like, why don't we pay you? Like WWE is tons of money. Why wouldn't they just match it? what she's making now and be like, why don't we partner up and make more? Like, I don't know why they have not realized that we kind of live in the world of like being an affiliate. You know what I mean? Or like being like a, like mm -hmm. a, 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 being like a, a, a um, uh, uh, you know, a, a platform for them. So I feel like instead of like just severing ties and being like, we're taking all that money, that feels like that's where you start being non-stable. Now from the WWE's perspective, do you think they lose more talent from this and that it helps AEW grow, or do you think WWE just always wins? I think it depends. That's a great question. Yeah, I think it depends. Like, what is your allegiance to WWE? Like, well, I just want to add one thing: is that because yeah. uh, for uh, just the follow uh, the the last piece of information is that you mentioned that the the you know the SAG AFTRA president, the woman from nine hundred two and L. Who sends me emails all the time that I delete? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I'm always like, oh, it's a good one from Donna. Every time I see it, I go, oh, yeah, that's real Carter. She landed <laughs> on her feet. <laughs> and so I'm saying, there's that. So uh, uh, she's getting, and then also Andrew Andrew Yang has, uh, who yeah. now with Biden being president elect, is someone who's going to have the ear of the White House, right? We have a. Uh, so I'm curious if this is WB, if you think. Two things. If you think that WWE will just get away with this, or are they pushing it too far and the timing with this administration coming in is might actually be the time where WWE starts meeting their maker a little bit. I think they're going to start meeting their maker a little bit. I think that, but it's going to come in the form of um, more, they're going to lose their mid-card and lower-card wrestlers, and they're going to be left with just the upper-card people who they're paying and supporting and right. giving opportunities to. But you can't just have an upper-card. They need to have this three-hour, five-hours, seven hours of entertainment every week, and you can't do that with just 15 wrestlers, right? And so I think people are going to start leaving. I think Aleister Black is going to leave too. I think um, it's just going to – this. I, I'm willing to bet that we're seeing – this is a more significant thing than we're even realizing right now. Like her, her getting shit canned. I think it's, this is just momentum building towards that think, moment where they lose a lot of people. I think as we, we like look at the roster, I mean, you start to look at guys like Adam Cole, AJ Styles, like these are big streaming people. Like if they, if they feel like they, I mean, these are huge stars. If they feel like they can just be like, all right, I don't need to do this. Well, I like, cause that what they do on their Twitch is what they love. Like they enjoy it so much. Right. And if they could go and do that elsewhere. And I think it's honestly healthy for WWE in a way is because whoever wants to stick around the people like Sasha Banks and the Roman Reigns and the Seth Rollins, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, they don't. They're, well, they're, I, I, also put, never I also leave. put AJ in that camp, by the way. He signed yeah. a big contract. AJ will retire in WWE, um, especially at his what? age. I and mean, they're throwing – he's one of the guys who's paid to stay. Like, there's only a couple guys. There's really only a couple guys and maybe a gal or two 
who are getting the amount of money where they'll be like, oh, should I stop my Twitch? Fine. Like, and yeah. that's Randy. You could count them and say them right now. It's Randy, AJ, probably Drew now. Like, probably Drew's now getting, like, you know, like, as of this Monday, I think Drew is probably getting yeah. that money. Uh, 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 um, guys like Brock, guys like Bray. There, you know, there's guys who, they're, 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 WWE knows how to pay where people don't complain, you know? Right. Well, watch uh, Adam Cole because, you know, his wife or his fiance or whatever is already in AEW. He's a huge Twitch streamer. Like, uh, he only talks about gaming, you know, and so uh, he would be one to watch to go next. I'd imagine if they don't come up with some sort of business solution <laughs> yeah. that's like equitable mm-hmm. for these people who it's like, well, I wrestle, but then the rest of my time I'm streaming. Like I'm sure Adam Cole makes money hand over fist yeah. on Twitch. So oh, you, yeah. have, you watch him. You, you have to see WWE's. You know what's coming next uh, here? Well, Adam Cole, bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. Bye bye. Someone's someone's getting that line to Pat McAfee like right now. <laughs> um, well, the thing so, is, this, is that, oh, man, like, okay, WB is like almost they're in this like too big to fail situation, and they keep they almost fail by they almost succeed through failure also because like <laughs> they lucked out that like they happen to do a show that's live when live TV is so valuable, so they get paid extra for it, right? Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like they're, they're they're in this sweet spot. They're like one of the only TV shows that's able to just keep going because they could just like oh we'll just do it in Florida. The show's this almost the same show every single week, and we just <laughs> repeat it over and over. It's so, like mm-hmm. they're they're kind of in this. They're they're in like a really sweet spot uh for themselves but i just think that there's two things that i see is first off i see wb's point i see their point that like hey we've created these wrestlers and now they're monetizing in another way and as this landscape is changing i see that what's what's tricky what seems to be and i don't know if this is just because i get my info from the internet you know is that like it seems to be these like really harsh decrees on the talent like, you guys should have fucking known better. That's what it feels like. I don't know if it's actually true. This is feel. Dude. That, like, it feels like it's like you got to shut down your channel right away as opposed to, like, you know, I don't know, have, like, call, call them all for a meeting and be like, hey, guys, we're working on an integration system where, like, you, where it's, it's where we use our brand to boost your channels uh, and that'll make us all more profitable and it's a win-win for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like that's the culture and I feel like that's the way to do it is, like, have these channels that are working, keep them growing and then find a way where you add value for them where they're like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to have this fucking billion-dollar enterprise back my little twitch channel that i do in the corner of my room right well it's funny because they're selective with it they're like they back some guys podcasts and stuff like some of the wrestlers podcasts and then they bring them into the network and then all of a sudden like like a Corey graves or a uh i think uh, swerve has his own it's like they're so happy because they're getting to use they have all this my my buddy works there like and he does and he like they offered they offer you the best quality tech in the world and they're like this is it and they're like you're like foolish if you don't take advantage of that you know and like right but but people leave all the time like because it's it, it's like yes yeah, so you get the best thing in the world but if you have no freedom and you're not allowed right, to exactly speak, then no one wants that like we live right. in this shoot world so if your product has to be kayfabe nobody really wants that just, you know what I mean? they like, like pick like, and choose what pod, they and i was like a shill for wwe you know, uh, and you felt me pulling the punches. You you wouldn't 
you'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. I might well, be a lot of this is a symptom. A lot of this is a symptom of WWE being a corporation and following sort of this sort of like classic corporate structure, which is based on um, like a military, like centralized organization of authority. So you have a CEO and a president and an owner, and then there's a long list of subordinates and superiors and um, versus what you're referencing, which is a decentralized organization where it's more like whoever has a good idea, whoever knows what to do next is the person who's in charge or in, in that moment spearheads this thing. Hey, let's bring in all these ideas. That's a complete, that's the antithesis right. of, of every organization in the world right now that is like, you know, a million billion dollar corporation. And so with that then, because it's based on the military centralized structure, you get these authoritarian, especially if you're Vince McMahon and you're already an authoritarian being like, this is my word, my decree. And that's just how it is. Right. So it's super dogmatic, not pragmatic at all. Um, and so this is now you start to see the, the cracks and the fissures in it because you can't apply pressure like that for so long and such into such an extreme degree and have everything stay together. Right. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't know what the, I would, man, I, I, all right, now let's talk about it from a fun perspective. Okay. Like in the terms of actually what it matters for us, right. As marks, cause this podcast we're fucking Marky Marks, right? Right. Uh, uh, we get into the <laughs> business the feelings bunch. all we want. Marky Marks and the yeah, and the and, and the Mark Marky Mark and the Marky Bunch. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do think that what how this affects WWE talent, the WWE product, is like there is this way slower ascension. There, there feels like just like society, there's this like wealth gap that's getting bigger. There's this like gap between top tier talent and lower talent that feels huge. Like there feels like there's the, like you, you can sense who's get what everyone's paycheck is in WWE like instantly from watching. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? True. True. Right? You, you're like, and you're like, man, that sucks for like, right? You know, like you're like, so if long term you start having like now Alistair's gonna leave or like right, and, and these are the guys and the. And you're not creating new Hogan's, new warriors. Like you're relying on Randy, and even you know Drew's not that young, even like either. Like where are the like twenty three year old studs, twenty five year old studs? Like these guys who are going to lead this company. And if you're going to keep attacking the talent and just being, we'll just rely on these draws, these draws, these draws. Like it's kind of crazy that like my brain is still saying like, oh fuck, we can't get Undertaker fiend. Like I'm like fuck. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? And you're like, because right. like, even Miz is not that young of a guy. He's close to probably already 40, you know? Uh, and so, and they've never really got him to the level that he needs to be at, you know? Um, right. So I guess what I'm saying is that like, th there's this, there feels like this. Um, he just turned 40 October 8th. Right. So doesn't it feel kind of like there's this um, morale, this like low morale. And there's this like, um, there's this sense of like, of like you don't matter. Like even like Sami Zayn has his like IC run, but it doesn't feel like the company believes in the IC title picture. You know, hmm. yeah. And that all yeah. it all kind of relates, Sammy. right? Yeah, it's it, like it's, it's all yeah. Sammy, whatever yeah. Sammy's well, highly, process is. 
I highly like, doubt. One way to look into the future is that this is the, this is the point I just didn't make get to make a uh, uh, new movie. It's like I'm just saying it's like is that like well now you have this way where it's like yeah well the old way was like find some juiced up warrior looking guy and then just like put him on the screen and people are like I can't look away you know but like now you have people who can reach out on the internet and you can have people with these huge Twitch channels and you have this other avenue to create stars and if you like just you're like kind of shutting that down for a quick payday you know. That's right. my point. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, like, I highly doubt that each individual talent, be it Sami yeah. Zayn or Drew McIntyre or, like, anybody, right? I, I highly doubt that they view the product the same way that we do, which is as a whole right. show. Sami Zayn, I'm positive, is there for his segment. He shows up. You know right. what he's supposed to do. He has no fucking idea who's in the six-man tag. He has no fucking idea who's the women's champion. And maybe he does because he's Sami Zayn, but, like, the like the we they're I'm sure that like some of them like Dana Brooke, for instance, my perennial uh whipping post is like um <laughs> it's like a day job for her. Like she goes there, she puts her head down, she clocks in, she has her segment, she goes and she's probably satisfied. I'm sure there's somewhere in here she wishes it could be more, but like what the fuck is she gonna do? She's her day job. This is where she works. Right. Um so those, you know, the, um I don't know, I just I kind of lost my own point, but I just think that it's like we have to remember that it's well, each, I see each I, individual. You, you know, I think your point was, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you were kind of making this point that, like, uh, uh, it almost reminds me of the video I watched of Paige getting upset about this situation because she's like watching her Twitch channel and she's like, "Look, I can't wrestle anymore." So like right. when I go there, it's just kind of like a paycheck, and I help them out because I was like the you know one of their champions and. Right. And, and it's like so it's kind of like this job. And then I don't think I should have to choose between doing that and this, you know, right. um, because it's it's not actually fair. I'm not even wrestling. So it is this thing where you're like, if you're Dana Brooke and this company is like giving you a paycheck, but they're not that invested in you in you. And it feels like there's no actual career path. Why would you be inclined to give up your why would you be inclined to give up your other revenue stream that when the other revenue stream, they could just cut off instantly, which they did to mm -hmm. Selena. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of my point. But more so like there are people who are fine with it. Like, I feel like there, it's it's more like there are some wrestlers, I'm sure, that are just like, no, this is I work for WWE. This is my job. I've always wanted to do this. What's a Twitch stream? I'm just going to do this. And they're not going to put up a fight. Right. But let's use Zack Ryder as an example. Right. Zack Ryder was pro feels like one of the epitome of a guy who's like, my lifelong dream was to work at this company. Uh, he literally correct, collects act. He's like as marky as it gets outside of the ring, plus he gets to be a WB talent. And then the second they hit rough waters, they let him go. Um, imagine if he was in that company right now and he didn't have that. Now he has that like hindsight of like, uh, and foresight like that he's that this is what would happen when the waters get rough this is how they see their loyalty to him during a pandemic a company that's making a ton 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 of money is like oh we're just gonna let him go um he if he was in the company right now he'd be giving up his very popular podcast and uh, right that's it what had the same, he would have been on the same path he took in the first place like he would have probably maybe laughed of his own choice instead of giving that up so right so i kind of i kind of yeah anyway anyway all right let's let's just move on for time and it's really i, I want to track this because i'm like well, are there going to be more people with they just making an example with zelina and then yeah. i'm also interested in zelina's channel which i don't know how to really check i'm curious if it stays popular you know 
I want to know, like, with Tulo. Think Tulo will. thinks it will, and we'll see. I think it will. I mean, has Twitch grown. is like its now. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. They're not going anywhere. Once somebody, people who wrestling fans on are Twitch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but then even on top of that, people who are into Twitch, they have their favorite streamers. They yeah. are dedicated. They're not right. going anywhere. Interesting. Um, man, I just think there has to be a more delicate uh, corporate strategy for this that's not going to just spark. This could spark all these guys walking out if they had any unity in that locker room. But it feels like WWE's strategy is very similar to what uh, to our <laughs> the po- political strategy, which is like just like divide everybody because if they were together, right? That's why like there's always this like there's like always these walls up with wrestlers and their relationship with each other that like I don't have when I'm at like a UCB where we all kind of are together. Uh, uh, and that's why a lot of the UCB community, like uh, this this comedy community that I'm a part of, if anyone knows that is like they actually are always yelling at the management. <laughs> they're always right. out together. <laughs> uh, they're, <laughs> so, it feels like in WWE, these talents, they don't talk about their deals within each other. They're all completely separate. And it's like, all right, bye. I'll see you when we're booked to wrestle each other. You know? Anyway, uh, let's move on to another uh, uh, another female causing wa- – by the way, Selena, I really – if she doesn't come back to WWE, I really enjoyed her work. I think she was great. I love to see her in AEW. I don't think this is the end of her. And if this brings Alistair over to AEW, it might have all been worth it because yeah. what a waste of Alistair Black these past fucking three years have been. <laughs> right? Yeah. Also not that young of a dude, you know? Um, I mean, these guys are in great shape, whatever. All right. Let's talk to uh, more outside of the ring women's action. Nia Jax. Oof. Um, Oof, my goof. <laughs> Nia Jax. Oof, my goof. Does anyone have the exact tweet? I actually. Um, oh, I yeah, I can pull it up. So Nia I just Jax had it. Posted her uh, hot take about the coronavirus. And I think it's worth. Hot. It's kind of like not worth mentioning, but also is kind of worth mentioning because, mm-hmm. uh, in my mind, if you know, with this, uh, uh, I got it. Um, okay. As um. As controversial as this is coronavirus and how politicized something that should not be political at all has been, uh, been I feel like someone like Nia Jax, who a lot of you follow, I feel it my duty to address yeah, this stupidity. Uh, Nia Jax tweeted out or Instagram storied out, the COVID vaccine is 90% effective after eight months of development when the flu vaccine is 40% effective after 70 years of development. I'll go with my immune system as it's 99.9% effective. And then she wrote in the comment, because this is a quote she took and posted, God made my immune system and I trust him the most. You know, praying hands, both kinds of pray, blessed and praying hands. Okay. So I just want to talk about this because it's something I researched for my other podcast, for the regular guy news podcast about vaccines. And if you want, if you actually checked that out, the episode of the Dan Black Attack episode for like three or four weeks ago, I looked at like what they mean when they're talking about percentage of effectiveness because I actually had no fucking idea what that meant. And now I do know. Um, so look, the COVID vaccine is 90% effective. Aaron, what's our most effective um, vaccine? Mm. Do you remember? On record, it's measles, which right. is also 97. 90%, 97%. 97% effective. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, uh, meaning that within 97% of the population, this vaccine co- will prevent you from getting the infection if the virus enters your body. Right. And that means when a virus gets to your body, it replicates and it'll take over your uh, system, whatever. Right. And then if it replicates, then you're able to transmit it because you have a lot of active virus in your body. Okay. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's 90% effective, that's a game changer. If our COVID-19 uh, 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 is, is, that means that like, do you, do you know anybody who gets the measles? Almost no. Almost no one. Right. Uh, uh, okay. So the flu vaccine is 40% effective. Now that, even that is pretty protective of society. If you think about it this way, 40% of people who take this, let's say the whole world population took this, 40% of people were immune to getting this virus. Think about the stop in transmission that prevents, that, that protects us from. So 40% is really fucking good, you fucking idiot, Nia Jax. Okay? Yes. And not only that, Let's talk about the flu. Why is the flu vaccine only 40% effective while the COVID vaccine is more effective? Because the flu vaccine morphs, okay? Right. There's not just one flu. Right. There's many types of flu. Now, the COVID vaccine, uh, COVID-19 virus, which I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I find this to be relevant, especially because I saw a lot of wrestling fans being like, preach, okay, on this. Okay, so the COVID-19 Virus, as we've seen it right now, while well, it's a, a new, it's a novel virus, meaning new, right, means uh, it's not morphing. And there's even, there has been a, they're showing there's a, one more strain of it. The spike protein is the same, meaning that it is the same virus and the vaccine will still be effective. Now, spike protein will be the new name of my finisher, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hit him with the spike protein. protein. <laughs> It's a it's like a it's a brain buster with an extra lift. Mm-hmm. Basically. It, yeah, that right that that's what it has to be. It's kind of like what yeah. edges the edge, uh, like what Bobby Roode does. That yeah. like modified you get uh, up, DDT. Yeah, you, you kind of you, you get them up and then you just give like a little extra one of these and then mm. you come down. Mm-hmm. Spike protein be a get great name for what's um Brian Cage's finish. Oh yeah, I forget what it's like the murder driver or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, so the spike protein is the same, so it means that it would be so it has nothing it has nothing to do with seventy years of development. Nothing. Uh so this is absolute stupidity. Garbage. It makes absolutely no sense. Just because it has no it has no bearing on how long a virus has been around how effective the vaccines are going to be. And it's just, yeah. right. I don't know if she wrote this for heat, but I have a feeling she didn't. She wrote no, another no. stupid thing recently. No, so She this couldn't is... be less than one of my guys. If she got Ugh. fired, fire her and bring she back Selena. Yes, yes. This was such a monumentally and staggering, stupid thing to say <laughs> for so many reasons. And I, I have a few things to point out. Dan, go back me up on this. Statistics. Yeah. Famously, one of the most difficult and complex mathematical sciences like in the world. No? Stat? Statistics. Oh, stat. Right? Yeah. So I have a, people know this, I have a business degree. I had to take stat every single year of college, like stat one, two, three, four, five. And it's the <laughs> fucking bane of my existence. Stat is so right. hard. So that being said, do you think Nia Jax has a grasp above a kindergarten level on statistics and percentages and and like what it means for something to be 90% effective versus like 10% ineffective, which by the way, the uh, vaccines are 95% effective. So she was wrong on that. Uh, The second thing I'm going to say is that I look out for these, these fucking numbskulls. They, they say, they don't say what they mean. They, they cloak what their, their ideas in this bullshit language. And when she says 99.9% effective, what that tips off to me is there's this meme going around among these idiots that uh, 
well, the COVID has a 99% survival rate. There's only 1% mortality. Yeah. Completely forgetting that 1% globally is millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah, also, 300,000 Americans are like, or so, like 250. We're going right. to have 500,000 by the time Biden is put in office. I'm just saying. So, like, what, what, who cares how many? One person right. in your family dies. How does that feel? Who cares right. about the exactly. stats? So then, so then keep, that, keep in mind that, like, so the COVID has a 1% mortality rate, the flu has a point. Zero zero three mortality rate, okay, which is a staggeringly low number. Um, and she, um, my my point is this: that she is, she's one of these. And then Aaron, you pointed it out that save the children T-shirt or whatever was Mm -hmm. not just a mistake. She has her brain fucking rotted out by the internet, and is one of these fucking like truther QAnon. Fucking liquid brain idiots, and Apparently. now I'm I'm willing to talk about how dangerous of a wrestler she is because <laughs> because she she she's willing to get in there and like this her was her cousin, most dangerous move in my opinion. Her right, her oose <laughs> is fucking immunocompromised. Right. You know, I'm, and so she, yeah. is she saying that her immune system, her God, who in this example I'll pretend is real, uh, made her immune system better. Than Roman Reigns. Well, that's what I'm saying. That like, like ninety nine point. Like, my immune system is ninety nine point nine percent effective. Is it though? And against no. what? Like, you it, can't measure. Listen, you no. can't measure the effectiveness of an immune system like <laughs> I, that. Doesn't make There's any no metric. sense. No. Uh, this is the least wrestling. I mean, uh, wrestling episode of the pod. But, she's uh, an she's, idiot. she's not. She she's not like gone. most girls. You know, yeah, she's, she's not, not like most girls. Yeah. She's not like most, most girls. Like most girls. girls. <laughs> yeah, she's not like most human beings. She's <laughs> most girls have a have a have a IQ uh, higher than the threshold to uh, uh, understand and carry out orders. Oh Trash. man. Anyway, um, listen, Alexa Bliss. I, I mean, uh, Nia Jax. Um, you, uh, I should have known better, dude. Um, yeah, anyway, no I just wanted to explain that because, to be honest, it's confusing. There's not good, uh, you know. It's why I started the other podcast, Regular Guy News, where it's like I'm watching the news all day and they don't explain what percentage effective of vaccines means. So people don't understand. Like they no. uh, can't be pretentious when we're explaining shit that mm-hmm. don't affect our. It doesn't affect our everyday life. And you see someone like Nia Jax. She's does Samoan drops for a living. She's not going right. to understand. <laughs> well, then she tweets this out to like all of her followers or puts puts it on they're Instagram. They see this her. and they're like, oh well. Yeah, I don't need a vaccine. Like, no, you do. We all do. There's a reason why no one has polio anymore. Like, right. Come on. Polio vaccine, one of our most effective vaccines. Anyway, one of right. our guys. Uh, anyway, so Nia Jax couldn't be less one of my guys. Ugh. I hope she never uh, uh, gets any kind of uh, spotlight. And also, she's terrible at wrestling and terrible Dangerous. on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she stinks on ice. She doesn't get that when AJ, at least when AJ is uh, ignorant, you're like, you're <laughs> fucking that phenomenal forum. He has a thing. great Twitch stream. <laughs> I will say this, though. I laughed out loud yeah. during the women's match when yeah. uh, Lana loses and then the camera and like the camera cuts and Nia is already clearing off the table. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I laughed really hard. I, Did you I, like her quibby joke? Oh my god! Yeah. So that I have this written right here. That was fucking shots fired on Quibi. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That joke had to get approved, right? Yeah. You think WWE has some beef with Quibi? 
I mean, she I mean, was third just, party. Yeah. Oh it was God. just like a little too plugged in. It was like too plugged in for WWE Gotta usually. Someone's you know, got a bad idea. CISO. Fuck CISO. Yo, Quibi, the Quibi joke, I was like, that actually feels like it's almost a good joke for WWE. Uh, hey, that's why it seemed so out of place. Like it was too in touch. It was like really kind of like topical. Not like good, yeah. but it felt like t- more topical. And it was the best the that WWE could humor. master. Yeah, it was the best that they. It was the best that they could uh, muster for topical, which is being three months too mm-hmm. late for the joke. No, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, and you oh, get like their jokes one. are seventy percent effective. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, the thing, funny 70%. thing about Quibi is like, so like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people have like deals with Quibi, you know, that like I, you know, people I know are like working with Quibi, they're selling shows to Quibi, but it would be like this thing where it'd be like, yeah, I got a meeting, with fucking Quibi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd be like, it would be like, yeah, we're like, we're pitching the show around. We got meetings with like, you know, Fox and like uh, ABC and like, uh, yeah, we're going to Quibi. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to Quibi. Because Quibi had so much money. Right? Yo, had my joke so about Quibi, money. Kevin Hart sold a pun to Quibi. You're right. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's, show, it's called Die Hart. It's like Die oh, Hard, yeah, right. but Die Hard. Like he's not—he was giving them their his not even his F ideas, his like non ideas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and his like M as L M N O P ideas. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Anyway, uh, all right, R O P. Uh, anyway, actually, we have a, wow. We actually have a comment. From, Didn't uh, the Rock have coronavirus? Yeah. Didn't yes. the Rock have it? Yes. And Nia Jax. What's to Nia Jax's relationship with the Rock? System? What's their? That's just for Quibi, by the way. Just like, mm, um, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in power, Quibi. <laughs> um, <laughs> die, die, die. Um, so wait, wait, wait. What's the relationship between Nia Jax and I know they're both Samoan, but what they're like family, second family cousins, lineage? right? They're cousins, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's move on to happier news. Okay. Um, yes. I have a Alexa question. Alexa Bliss, outside of the ring news. Alexa <laughs> Bliss is in get off the market, fellas. Uh, Sorry. Well, I mean, not officially. She's in. Congratulations! Hit her with the fireworks. Um, to Ryan big congrats Cabrera. to Ryan Cabrera for locking that up. Yeah, really stepping his game yeah. up. Um, I mean, he usually dates up, but kind of a no-brainer. If yeah, you date Alexa Bliss. You, uh, there's never been a guy who hasn't tried to marry her. Uh, yeah. she's been, we know two guys she's dated. She was engaged both times. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, Alexis. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I, I met the guy one time. Seemed cool. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing to say. I don't know. I don't know who he is. He, he sings On music. the way down, I saw Ooh, you. you. You saved you me saved from me myself. And I won't forget the way you love me. On the, the way time. down. <laughs> actually, I have. I actually have one of his hits here, actually. Okay. You think uh. you know me. <laughs> <laughs> is he the, sing- he's the lead singer of Menelingus? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, at the time he was sort of like there was like dash like the whole like acoustic like emo rock thing was like huge and like dashboard confessional was huge and but it was still too like still too like edgy not edgy but just like by edgy mm. i mean still kind of punk like underground like emo feel and then yeah. ryan cabrera comes along and he's sort of this like kind of pop uh version of that thing um and you know he dresses like miss Maisel in public so that's, what I that's his 2020 look he's gone through many phases yo i don't know anything listen my hair is, is wild this, is that, uh, I, I, you know, <laughs> hair look, is truly we, insane we, 
like like Johnny, Neutron, uh, like Johnny Neutron, Neutron Jimmy, Jimmy yeah, Neutron. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Neutron, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you got that hair flaunted, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm jealous. This is a statement <laughs> of jealousy. Yeah, because here's my thing. It's like, I don't know this guy at all. Um, I don't know this guy at all. I, we have a mutual friend. I got introduced to him. I was like, okay. But it was Skyler at SummerSlam. Uh, uh, no. Uh, but uh, uh, um, Dan has uh, more than one famous friend to him. <laughs> he's also friends with Dolph Ziggler. Come no, on. he's friends with my buddy who's a fucking amazing talent. Give him a follow. Uh, he juggled at the beginning of oh, Calvania. Marcus guy. Monroe. Marcus. What a talent, Marcus Monroe. If you don't follow Marcus, he can juggle knives on fire. It's it's what he does. <laughs> He's amazing. He's a mark talent. too. And he's a huge mark, so I yeah. love him. Um and uh he was hanging out with him. So I met him at SummerSlam. So listen, if you're hanging out at SummerSlam, you're fucking cool with me. I don't give a yeah, fuck what yeah, you do, yeah. man. I don't care. Sure, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like the fact that this guy comes in and he's like, if you got that hair, fucking rock it. He's covered in tats. I was like, yeah. this is wrestling, man. If you got the pageantry, this is the place to do it. Good for yeah. him. Then he dates Alexa Bliss. I think, you know, I got to tell you, he might be one of my guys. Oh, <laughs> my God. On <laughs> principle. Congratulations. He alone. <laughs> Big congrats to Dan and Ryan Rivera. Wow. I don't know his one song, but he, I met him. He seemed cool. He's he's engaged to Alexa Bliss. You know what I mean? Do you like, think right uh, he might be a cool guy? But I'm still gonna knock his fits when he dresses like Beast of Grindelwald, but beige. <laughs> I want to bet he wrote. I want to bet he wrote the theme to the Firefly Funhouse. That I bet you yeah, he was had a hand in that. Yo, yo, fun fact or, about the Firefly Funhouse song. Did you ever see when someone put made the Shmurda dance to it? No. Oh, yeah, Every time I hear it, I see <laughs> fucking Shmurda, Bobby Shmurda doing the, and like, you know, the, do the, like, and it's mm-hmm. so funny to me. And it, like, and then I, I, I don't know how that meme, <laughs> I don't know how that gif, whatever, caught on, because I watched the video where it originally come from, and it's just like, the smallest clip, you're like, I don't know why this caught on so much. Yeah, I, I pulled it out. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, we're really fun. <laughs> 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 he dances when it goes, That's we're so really funny. fun. Our friends, and I just hear yeah. it every time. I love it. Anyway, um, but yeah, congrats to Alexa Bliss. And congratulations to her, I don't know, incredible work with The Fiend. Mm, <laughs> big mean, congrats. That 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 like I whatever that, that jump that she did onto Morrison over the barricade over was, the I barricade. screamed. Yeah, I was, was like, awesome. let's rewind it. Let's rewind a little bit too, where he gives the elbow to the fiend, and the fiend shoots in that look, and he starts to back away, and then he looks, and Alexa Bliss is right here. She like, like climbed the <laughs> stairs like a little spider monkey and just flew at him. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, so much fun. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, no, that was awesome. But also, the tweak of her music was sick. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. It's like bop up, bop up. It's like bop up. Pop up like you're like it yeah, was the Alexa yeah. song, but it's braid up, and then she beat the shit out of Naki. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, beat the shit out of her. Great. Yeah. When does Alexa get a mask? Oh my Ooh, gosh. Well, she's oh. got the gloves. She has the l- couple little dreads now. I would say and face paint could be cool. Face no, maybe not a mask, no. but like a we like a, a fiend face paint. I they need a, that. Yo, she needs like a pink and white mask. They need a. Mm. They need to be already writing a movie for them for, with Ooh, them, yeah. right? Why mm-hmm. would they already like, mm-hmm. it's like why this is the shit WB they have no fucking they have like no vision. You know I'm terrified of it. I was legit fucking scared. My that favorite shit. was when she like peeked over the barricade when yeah, she was yeah. on. Yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. How does WB not have think... a, a theme park by now? You yeah. know, like they, I don't I don't even understand it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do they not? Like, I feel like they're like, you know, Punk always said, I always say this, but he said that like Vince McMahon's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Right. He uh-huh. makes money despite himself. Like, I like I fucking hate to be that mm. kind of Internet mark. But to me, like, I just see so much gold and it is from Collabo. He, I feel like he lacks vision in Collabo and he runs mm. the WWE like a sole proprietorship, like a bomb of shop for his own ego. But man, man, oh, man, could they, WWE be so much bigger? There's no reason that yeah. wrestling's still a fringe thing. There's just mm-hmm. no reason. Right. Right. Oh, right. Anyway, yeah, um, no, Finity. I think you're right. I think her mask used it's like a pink and white mask. Like it should be this like. Whereas the fiends is this like grotesque thing. Yeah. Her should be this like kind of unsettling sort of like satire like of the of the like sort Alexa of Alexa Bliss cartoon. Yeah, yeah, but just like this um, <laughs> kind of a satire of that like um, how like pretty she is, right? But just yeah. this like frozen in plastic, just like kind yeah. of purge mask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now we're talking business. Yeah, like, yeah, I like that. Needs it needs to be like mask. a little cutesy. Do you know the Remember mask the, in um, Batman? I was uh, just going to say that, Dan. Oh, my what? God. Dude, I was just going to say the the lady that sits down when she comes in. In front in of the mirror. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, hey, Jack. <laughs> it's like, he spits like acid on her face. And then, mm. right? And it's so, she it's takes like, it off at the... At yeah. the fucking in the in the museum or wherever he was. Yeah, oh my just god! Like a I was just to see this, pretty so crazy mask, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, god. Anyway, the, anyway. Oh my god! Did you Ooh. see the fucking fiend fanny pack? Oh, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Have they ever made an item that's more up my alley? <laughs> oh my! Can Did you, you order it? Walking my dogs with it? It's in the cart right now. Oh, it's in the wow. cart. Okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you win, okay, no, if you win the Survivor too- Series pickup, mm-hmm. I will buy. I will buy you that. I'll buy all of us. No, no, no. I'll have a I'll have a one on one bet with you, or I'll just do it regardless. But you need to buy it, like just hit purchase. I mean, I'm gonna, Dan I'm gonna, can afford to buy it, folks. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. But the more can thing you is, can, can you picture like the average WWE fan at like the fucking like dialysis outpatient clinic, like going into their fucking fiend <laughs> fanny pack <laughs> their, like, insurance card and shit? Like, hang on, I have it right here somewhere. I mean, you know I'm gonna be I'm gonna walk my dogs in that thing. People are gonna be like, what is that? Although in LA, honestly, your father. I, told this, I told Aaron this the other day. Me and my wife just walking the dogs, walking the neighborhood. Just a full naked guy just walks right by us. Like no interaction, nothing. Yeah. Just like almost could have just been like, hey, how's it going, man? Like, hey, like just fully naked. Like that's, that's LA. Hey, uh, that could be an you, outdoors, but with a fiend, an, an unhoused fellow, an unhoused, an unhoused fellow. fellow, fully naked. But holding his dick, like you know what I mean, like so, like just walking. Maybe like you that. saw, maybe you saw one of those like improbable, like f- like comedy farces where like he like his like clothes got snatched, and now he has to like go through the neighborhood with like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it might have been Jason like he might have been. Oh, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like an now, area with like very expensive houses, so he might have been having you know relations with a married person had to jump out the window. Yeah, yeah. But Matt came home and he had to yeah bail out the side. Yeah. Yeah, Imagine yeah, if he was only wearing a fiend fanny pack. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's going to be Dan. Oh, man. <laughs> Dan uh, just strutted. That is going to be me. Anyway, <laughs> folks, um, let's uh, – all right, so congratulations to Alexa Bliss. Wow. I think we were talking what about. a wild yeah, time. Dude, congrats. Yeah. Um, did you guys see uh, uh, Becky Lynch's pregnant pics? Um, yes. Obviously. 
What a, they both uh, look so beautiful. Good for them. Someone so wrote a hilarious So magical. They were like, Vince is already trying to figure out how to monetize <laughs> <laughs> on pregnancies. <laughs> on no doubt. He's like, he's responsible for the kids, so he should get 10% of this baby's right. income because he set them up. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he did think like that, though. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um. Anyway, so okay. Uh, we were talking about Bray for a second. Last thing I want to say is, uh, Sweater Bray won a match, which actually surprised me. Uh, but I guess mm-hmm. he has won matches in the past because he and I think against the Miz, he beat the Miz at a pay per view. I think. Mm. But I thought I kind of thought the thing was that like Sweater Bray is gonna always lose because he's a softy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Alexa think, assisted a little right, bit. Right. Alexa assisted him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think he uh, maybe it's something like, and this is just me making up my own kayfabe, but like the Miz hasn't beat Sweater Bray, and, and he also hasn't has he been confronted by like the Fiend proper yet? Because if not, maybe he has to beat Sweater Bray before he can even be visited by the Fiend. No, mm-hmm. but it feels like they are Ooh, the Miz gearing up. Yeah. for oh Miz, the I Miz had a whole thing with the Fiend. Oh, we did. That's right. Fiend. That's right. And uh, they what left. Did, a, what did Miz do with he the left game? a little doll in uh, in Monroe's crate and yes. stuff. Remember how oh, fucked yeah. up that was? Her crate. <laughs> yeah. And then he was uh, crib. Her baby crate. Two of yeah. Long Island. We, we grew crate up in crates. babies. No, yeah. no. Yeah. In Long Island, we my mother put me in a milk crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had <laughs> milk crates were a hit on Long Island. You did. Dan was crate in trained crates. early. <laughs> Absolutely. This pod. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Baby Crate. You uh, <laughs> offer code uh, exposed nails for ten percent off. <laughs> Absolutely. That's actually what the origins of Crate and Barrel was. It was a Long Island mm. uh, company where when your kid grows out of his crate, you put him in a barrel. Oh. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into it because we got to do these predictions also. So oh, let's just yeah. talk about what we've been ignoring this whole time. The elephant in the room or so we say the Scotsman in the room. Um, <laughs> everybody. I don't have that one yet. I got to get that. Doofus. Yeah, I just gotta hear one barrel now. I gotta hear one. The king of the north! The king of the north! The king of the north! Um, yeah. listen, Drew McIntyre already was deeply one of my guys way before mm-hmm. this. I don't tell you that, but. What a week to really just jam them right into being more of one of my guys, right? Yeah. Um, so Drew McIntyre's the champion going into Survivor Series. Just want to point out that the past three Survivor Series, the championship has changed hands the week leading into the pay-per-view. Jinder um, Mahal. <laughs> Jinder Mahal Jin- lost to Jinder Mahal? Oh, actually, WWE champion Jinder uh, Mahal. Um, I don't know where that WWE yeah. champion. Um, Jinder but um, uh, um, so yeah, uh, Jinder Mayhew was supposed to wrestle B- Brock Lesnar, and he called himself the Beast Slayer, right? Beast, beast, no, that was Rollins, wasn't it? That's no, 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 no. He calls himself the he had a th- the Beast Master. 
He called Ezra Miller, right? <laughs> the and then master. the next week, AJ Styles beat him he for the to title. Ferrets. And then it hit AJ Brock. <laughs> then the next year, it was supposed to be AJ Brock again, rematch. And then Daniel Bryan won the title off of him mm-hmm. by kicking AJ in the nuts, if you mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. Uh, going into that pay-per-view. And then I, w- I was at the match of Daniel Bryan Brock. I think that was so- I think that was Survivor Series in the Staples Center? Oh, that match was sick. Was I yeah, at was Survivor really Series in the Staples Center? I remember seeing Brock. Did I, I remember. Not see that? Did I make that up? I saw Brock. Anyway, whatever. I remember thinking Daniel Bryan was going to win in that match. And that yeah. was a match that Shebs made a huge stink about because he hated that. Mm, the Daniel turning Bryan. point in the match for Daniel Bryan was he kicked Brock in the face from the ground, and he was like, "He's like an up kick like that wouldn't take out Brock Lesnar. He can't mm. see at all how Daniel Bryan wrestled Brock Lesnar." And I say, "Relax, let's have a little fun." And he refuses to do that. You know, classic Shabs. Yeah. No, no, no. There's no way. There's no, no. way. There's oh no my way. god, Shabs' no. voice on Zoom. crazy is, uh, in talk boy mode. If you, uh, yeah, who else? Oh, Bell mode. It's crazy. <laughs> um, no, it's stupid. It's stupid, and I refuse to accept it. I'm hiding my voice. The father. He's like he's in a talk boy. This is Kevin's father. <laughs> Peter um, McAllister. The father. The father. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, Drew wins. Oh, yeah. So, and then this year, Drew took the title off Randy. Drew wins the title. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you, what do you guys think the logic was on giving Drew the title back here? What do you think Vince was thinking? Is Randy hurt? I don't know. He didn't look That's hurt. He wrestled a pretty long yeah. main event. I mean, hurt? what a what a main event for a Raw, right? It felt so yeah. big time. Mm-hmm. It was huge. That promo package was leading up to it was like, like yeah. breathtaking. And yeah. I honestly thought they were going to start the show off because with it because when Drew's music hit and they were like, "What a way to start the show!" I'm like, "Is this happening right now? Are they going right. to lead off with it?" I was like, "Then it was no way." It was. Actually, I thought maybe it would change in that sense, but I didn't think he was going to win. I, the wild turn of showed up on SmackDown also, so this seemed to be what the plan uh-huh. was for a while because they clearly yeah. had Drew and Reigns facing off on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, they already like set that precedent. And Tulo, as you pointed out, McIntyre made Reigns look tiny, tiny, yeah, shrimpy. That's crazy. This man is simply massive. The fact that he wears a shirt ever <laughs> is insane. That he can find shirts ever. That he can find a shirt. Dude, I, I, I say this all the time and I'll I'll, I'll probably say it till the entirety of this podcast. But like when Drew McIntyre came out huge. at PWG, it blew my fucking mind. I was like, why this guy is ruining the show for all the rest of these guys. Like I was right. watch Adam Cole. It, it was literally Adam six, Cole. Five? Those oh matches God. were like Adam Cole versus Roddy Strong and like and, and uh, children. Uh, yeah, like it was it was all the fucking uh, undisputed. It was like Kyle O'Reilly versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Young Bucks <laughs> versus like Donnie TNA or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like whatever. These guys are these guys are like the whole point is like this underground show, and all of a sudden you have a guy come out. Not only that, Drew McIntyre had the exact same look he has now, like the mm-hmm. same gear too. He came out in the that full duster, the duster. with the Chanel band. You know the Chanel. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about the duster. Yeah, 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 and like patent leather. Uh, undies, which is unheard of on the indie scene, probably cost all too much or whatever. No, mm-hmm. the, um, the reason is because the patent leather undies, which I know this from experience, make you look so much worse <laughs> than the other kind. But um, they have to squeeze you a little harder because they're not spandex. Okay, Man, he is so, a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying Drew. So Drew, 
He looks incredible. Clearly, Vince is behind him. But what I'm just saying to you guys, what do you think the logic is on just, on uh, here? Is and there might just be nothing. It might have been like, ah, eh, Drew win it back. I mean, I think every all signs point to that this was just a way to get Randy's count up for title reigns. Right. So, I mean, and the other thing which was which was kind of unique is what Miz or whoever said it. I forgot who it was, but uh, I think it was Miz who said to Drews like. You said you were going to give everybody title shots and you've given only Randy Orton title shots, you know, like, so you're not true to your word. So it's like, hmm, all right. So I don't even know. I, I honestly don't know why they went to Randy and did it because we all just got jazzed up about Randy being champ. And I think it was because, champion. like, they. Randy was I, killing it. Yeah. And they just, like, job well done to Randy. And also, that match happened so many times that if they wouldn't have given Randy this win it would have been kind of boring maybe so they were like oh we'll give it to randy for a few weeks they set out to make drew look like a mill because yeah. they did. drew came Mission out accomplished i, I, I have mm-hmm. a couple theories on this one theory is drew came out and they gave him this incredible entrance which we'll talk mm-hmm. about in one second yeah. but they clearly they there's i have two theories one theory is that vince didn't want to waste orton reigns on this pay-per-view mm-hmm. is one theory. <laughs> right. Because you might see that as a, a mania call. match, right? You know? You might see yeah. that as yeah. the, the mania this year, okay? The other thought I had was, because we've seen Drew, we saw Drew Reigns at WrestleMania 35, even though it was, like, really weird. It was, like, the, it was, like, honestly, like, Reigns, like, cancer comeback match. Right? I think I know what it is. And that, and then the, uh, the other thought I had is, which I can't, oh, is that, Reigns is winning, Drew, beating Drew clean. So why, if you can make Drew look incredible this week, like Reigns is not losing that match. That match will be right. a clean win for Roman Reigns. So you can, having him pin Reigns, it's possible Orton was like, I'm not letting, I don't want to get pinned by Reigns. Like he's at Dude, that level to say no. They're, sh- they're schmozzing yeah. that match. There's no way either one of them are losing. They're schmozzing it. I, I mean, I already give you my prediction now, but I say Reigns clean win over back. Nah, there's so there's definitely I mean, maybe, something maybe, happening with maybe the briefcase in, in that match. That, like in the sense that maybe Jay Uso helps uh, Roman win, but Roman will get that one, two, three pin. Fine, but something crazy is going down that night. Uh, they're they're gearing up for it. Whatever it is, something wild's going to happen okay. that night. I don't know which way it's going to go and how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. It's going, but I, I think. But what do you guys think? Why do you think they gave Drew the the win? I'm curious what all your opinions are. Well, I'm thinking the reasoning too is the fiend and Randy doesn't have to be for the title. So, and I think they want to get into that now. And I don't think they want the fiend to lose and not or win the title or anything like that. So I think they were like this Randy. I think that's this Randy Fiend stuff needs to happen. It can happen. Right. They'll low time. So you know what we're gonna get. We're getting that through Royal Rumble. Randy and Fiend won't touch each other until the Rumble. And then we're getting that match at Royal Rumble for sure. I think you're right. I think that they they think Vince is like Whenever I put this title near the Fiend, it backfires on me, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and because yeah. also it's like Fiend doesn't need it because him and Randy have this grudge already. Like they have, mm-hmm. they have this beef already. You can kind of just throw the title in the picture randomly if they want that. Draw that out. So they just didn't. They didn't want the. That's it. I don't think they want the title jammed up because the other thing. It's like I've always said, Drew McIntyre doesn't. He needs the title to be the champ. At where he's at currently, right. and if they want Drew at the top of the card, which they clearly do, then 
there's so many more matches to do with Drew. They kind of wasted this past like couple, not wasted, but they yeah. just had it was Drew Randy like every. But it was all good stuff, so it's not like really it really matters. Really good. Yeah. You're, I think you're totally right, Tulo. It's for Fiend to keep the title away from Fiend. <laughs> yeah, keep the title away from Fiend. The Fiend Randy story tells itself. Now it's unsettled. Like you got Alexa fly, firing all, so there's and flying on all cylinders. Um, so I just yeah. I think it's just it's just perfect timing. I think it's gonna be um, great. All right, one last small thing, and then we'll get into our predictions uh, and get out. But um, I loved this small detail they did with Jey Uso on on SmackDown where, like, Roman is, like, doing that thing where, like, Jey Uso, like, thinks he's doing Roman's proper bidding, and then he's like, nah, dude, it doesn't matter if you beat him. You know, like he's the yeah. thing where he's like he's always ahead of him, and Jay he's pulling yeah. that. Like I wrote this thing, like it's like kind of like Fredo, where it's like he doesn't always get it. You know that scene in The Godfather where they like um, uh, Mike Corleone shows up to Vegas for the first time, and then they go in the room, and then there's like mm-hmm. Fredo's like, "Look, I made this awesome party for you." There's like a bunch of prostitutes and like a card table, and he's like, "There's drinks," and it's like, and he has music playing, and then Michael's <laughs> like, "Tell everybody to get out." Like immediately, he's like, "Get out of here!" Like you don't get it. I'm here to fucking do business. Like I'm yeah. here to have a good mm-hmm. time. And it's, it feels like that thing where like Jay is gonna do nothing right. It's just a small nuance that I thought was really cool. Where like Jay was like, "I'm gonna beat McIntyre." He's like, "I don't give a shit if you beat McIntyre. This is about like right. how we look after the match. That's the only thing that matters, you know." Right. So I thought that was really fucking good. Um. Also, I just want to lock in the Claymore. Let's lock it in. I want to mm. lock in the Claymore as just a finisher that works. Like, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. it's a great finish, right? Yeah. I guess. Yes. When you think they're out of stuff, like, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, like, it's kind of crazy when someone finds a finish that works. I feel like it happens so rarely, you know? Yeah, well, be. it has to do with the fact that he's, you know, so big. bigger than... Yeah, he's bigger than God, and like, there's a fucking like him. Him being completely horizontal mm-hmm. with that kick is just getting one of those big at. ass boots right to the face. Yeah. I also Forget just want to point it. out that for the purposes <laughs> of this episode, Newman did say that God exists. You did, you did right. set that precedent earlier in the episode. So for this episode, and this, yeah, and this, oh, episode, this episode, only? And this episode alone. Yeah. You God said exists. that earlier. Earlier, you were like, uh, "Assuming God exists." So that assumption—that's yeah. a going assumption of this episode for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can get into that another. I mean, <laughs> not God not exists, but not. That's a bonus not episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Let's get it. Let's get into. Well, did we, uh, I'm sorry. Did we miss it? Did we talk about his gear? I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, did we talk oh, about the kill? Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We have Too never. Take I don't away. think. I don't think ever in the history. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like. I'm trying to th- honestly think, but like. The way gear to have a storyline of him getting that stuff from Sheamus, and I don't even care what it means about him and Sheamus, but like the fact that there was like presented and there was like a story behind it. I was like, I was so excited to see him come out in that. And I was even more excited that he didn't have anything on top. It was just him yeah. shirtless and a kilt yes. and a fucking and the sword, a fucking sword. Wow, the I sword mean, was crazy. insanely large. Absolutely, like, blown he looked, away. He looked like um, the version of him on it the T-shirt. Yeah, it's what yeah, a claymore is, which I only know from playing Diablo too. Um, uh, I do have this to say. Not a, so. You know who else really enjoyed him shirtless in a in a kilt? Uh, my mother. Your mom. <laughs> I, I actually thought I, of her when I saw it. I was like, I bet. I Mama sent it Newman to her. Actually, crazy. I actually yeah. have a quote. Your mom actually sent us a. Uh, 
She sent us uh, oh. her reaction. Baby! <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that is uh, so much more G-rated than what my mom had to say. Oh, uh, wow. she, made it, she made it completely clear and made no qualms about the fact that she's attracted to Drew McIntyre. That attraction mm. is sexual in nature. And, uh, <laughs> he's horny for she, she, she very much enjoyed. I sent her the clip. I was like, let me That's know what you think amazing. about this. Fast forward to a minute 14. Check this man out. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why did you say that there? Because I was like, I need to get your reaction. Because for the You box, know that your and I Newman's know mom yeah, has right. a type. She, well, yeah, she's really big into like, like you know, Scotland and like yeah, she was supposed to go to Scotland. Me. So I got her the Drew McIntyre Claymore Country shirt because she didn't get to go to Scotland. Yeah. And so I sent her the, the clip and she literally, she said, Wait. I can think of a couple <laughs> places he can put that sword. Mom! Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then like eggplant emojis. And... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I was like, God. I was like, of course you mean your, your, your antique sword cabinet, right? Yes. Yeah. Above the fireplace. Oh, the mantle. The mantle. Oh, wait, did you get her? I have a um, Did you get her the the Claymore Country one where it looks like he's in a fantasy novel or just the, the sexy one that man? Says, yeah, the fantasy. Shirt. That's yeah. where he's like. Your mom had to cancel yeah. her trip, right? So you bought her yeah. that shirt, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, you set yourself up on that one, big guy. I mean, you know, uh, hey man, once look, you got her that shirt, he, that shirt I'm such screamed. a mark for when Drew puts his hand up and he's like, "Thank you," like how he connects with the. Yeah. Yeah. The, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, you are home. <laughs> he, um, I love you. He loves Thanksgiving. I also, yeah, yeah I, love, I, love, I love him wearing the kilt. Did you see the, that in, on his Instagram that his cat was in the Thunderdome? What? Oh, yeah. When he yeah, won the yeah, title? Yeah. I think his wife, I think he's married. I think he's his wife, right? Caitlin, I think so, yeah. She, she brought, put the cat in the Thunderdome when he was That's winning. That's amazing. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see it. He, 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 he you know. How I cool think I've said this before, but I, he's one of the, my examples of guys who I think is getting really shortchanged by this pandemic. Like this really was his year. You know, you, that rumble yep. was this year. Really gone crazy for him. You know, and yeah. I think he really went on one over the crowd and he passes that today to show test like no other. And like, I really think we could have seen Drew actually be a well, real breakthrough guy, you know, uh, with that, in that, you know, there's always room for these guys, these huge guys. You can also say from the other side, though, that this could have been a blessing in disguise where he was able to be right. looser and just there was no pressure. And he just – he's really honestly done a lot of great things. He's cleaned his promo game up. It's all it's, – you know. Well, it's, I also I, think as a performer, his promos have gotten I, better because performing if, performing right. for in the Thunderdome does not have that heckler start and stop, that, like, time to think. You can see some wrestlers who are not adjusting. Like, you have to just go to camera and deliver your monologue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, anyway, um, is it was it true that live shows are done now? Uh, not live shows, but uh, house shows. House shows. I saw so, house shows on the sheets are done. I'm not totally surprised by that. It's kind of yeah. annoying because you know it's which, fun to like have which the is, option but, to go to house like show, you think but, you think about that for a WWE wrestler. That's pretty big. You're working like like four less days a week. I mean, I'm sure they'll have them involved in something, but I'm just thinking of Drew wise. It's like he doesn't have to worry about traveling and going all different places. Now his focus is just strictly going to be on delivering awesome television every week. Also you know? getting mm -hmm. jacked. I mean, he's yeah, I mean, maintaining. He's ginormous. That is, he might be insane. even growing, which is unbelievable. And showing. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, a grower see, and a you, shower. Speaking of Jinder Mahal, by the way, did you see the shape he's in right now? No. Same. I 
Check him out on Instagram. He looks, he's yeah. fucking huge again. I honestly, no way. Yeah, he's on cycle. This time. Yeah, that would be a perfect way oh, to go God. after Survivor Series. Is the shaved head Ginger. is a great look too. You don't like it? You don't miss his Jerry Seinfeld hair that he had? No, damn. <laughs> he had like the full, uh, like, Kramer. He had that like '90s Seinfeld oh. mullet, like curly curly mullet. Speaking of mullets, yeah, I know you look great, too low. Thanks, um, man. But yeah, uh, the, the also another thing I'm pointing out is that I think Samoa Joe was giving backstory on the sword. He's like, "That's his family's sword, or whatever." Yeah, oh, <laughs> he's like, beautiful. He's like, <laughs> it's like he's doing that. He's here to slay. I thought that it's was incredible. Awesome. Also, incredible. Drew was a small thing, but Drew was really overdue for new trunks. His trunks had those him, new like, trunks were Brock. Sick. So I yeah. thought those trunks were really sick. All right. Anyway, uh, we cool. can talk about. We could literally talk, talk about. Bra- uh, yeah, we talk about that. Gorgeous guy. Um, hot dude, hot dude, hot dude. Gorgeous guy. guys. Deeply one of my guys. Hot, hot, anyway, hot. Um, let's get into these predictions for Survivor Series, which we'll be watching, right, by the way, in the Cow Zoom Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the $10 Patreon level, come check it out. Uh, the, the post will be, to remind you, the Zoom uh, link will be in the Patreon um, and you can join it. Zoom is a, uh, you know, just download Zoom. You'll see it's a program. If you don't use it for work or something, it's a uh, very, very, very easy to use. And it's a good time. So mm-hmm. anyway, we'll be watching Survivor Series together. Um, Aaron, let's do our predictions. Uh, who all won right. the last one? Was it me? It was you. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all, I've won one. Nick's got one. Dan, you have two. Newman's still waiting to get on the board. So wow. come on, Newman. Yeah, Everything yeah. you got this time. Put your fucking all right. Give a shit. All right, so let's kick it off with. Um, <laughs> He's got a bad attitude. That's the problem. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Yeah, you gotta. Well, I do have a bad attitude, but it's a strength of mine. Wow. Yeah, okay. works. So we'll kick it off with the five on five Survivor Series men's elimination match. Oh, we have Team God. Raw, which is AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle versus Team SmackDown, which is Kevin Owens, Jay Uso. King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and to be determined. Wow. Oh, um, God. I mean, this is just. Uh, so I think we should pick what team you think you're going to win and who will be like a sole survivor, maybe? No, just let's team? just pick the team. Okay. I don't want to uh, I go, uh, go uh, raw. Okay. Yeah, raw. raw. Obviously. Raw. Um, you know what? I'm going to go SmackDown because my boy Seth is on the team. Mm. So. Who's on the SmackDown team again? King Corbin. KO, Jey Uso, Corbin, Seth, and a mystery contender. Wow, they have a way weaker team than the Raw team. Uh, uh, But the mystery contender, maybe is there a chance that's... Oh, Roman pops in there? Undertaker? Oh, the Taker? Probably. I mean, all right, I'm just going to choose SmackDown because why not? Okay. (laughs) Did you guys know our initials spelled Dean as in Ambrose? Okay. Next, another five-on-five Survivor Series women's elimination match. Team Raw, which is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two TBD superstars that's, what the that, fuck that, is going on on smackdown it's not tbd it's because smackdown's on friday yeah too. we don't know yet we'll find out on friday and raw's already smackdown happened. wins 
SmackDown wins. I'll do all SmackDown on this one. <laughs> all right, I'll choose Raw for this one. I'll just, I'll just go off. Flip flop. I, I have Slop no. I have no. I think to be honest, it's just a complete toss up for them. I'm going SmackDown because okay, Dan, you got Raw. Go both SmackDown teams. We're all SmackDown, and then you're. Uh, yeah, I'm going to <laughs> yeah, SmackDown. I'll, teams. I'll go Raw wow. for that. Okay. Who's on that team? Right. Is, wait, who's on the Raw team? Uh, Nia, Shayna, Lana, Lacey, and Peyton. Okay, yeah, I'll choose the raw team. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, next we have uh Bobby Lashley, United States mm. Champion versus Sami Zayn, Intercontinental oh. Champion. Yeah, Sami. I'm actually interested in that match. Oh. Me too. Yeah. Nick, right. you got like, Sami Zayn. They did a cool thing where it was like U.S. versus international. How Sami's the champion of all the countries and mm-hmm. yeah. all the continents, bro. Yeah. All the countries, the continents. It's, it's same, it's same shit, dude. It's all the countries, all the continents. It's all the same stuff. They're all, Yo, they're all there. I I would like to say that I Her like business. Sami Zayn did the way he won the match on. Um, I think it was deliberate the way he won the match on Friday where he handcuffed. Uh, oh, no, he just put his through. fucking foot. He put his foot through the uh, ring ropes. Or right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that he'll find a way to cleverly beat Bobby Lashley. So I will also choose Sami Zayn. Yeah. I'm going to go Bobby Locking Lashley. It. You can't I'm, going, really I'm going BL. Yeah, you can't really... I'm going big ass Bobby Lashley. Lashley. This this yeah. pay per view is so random that our picks are going to be so different. You know, like sometimes yeah. you kind of well, like you kind of know where they're going. This one is like there's no story because it's nothing. just yeah. It's like this champ versus that champ, and there's no and the titles are on the line. So I'm not yeah. surprised. Different and random <laughs> picks. Yeah. Okay. So uh, tag teams: New Day versus Street Profits. Ooh, I love this match. This match. I'm going to take oh. New New Day on this. New one. Day. Newman's got uh, day. I think this is a passing torch moment. I think it goes to Street Profits. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna let Street Profits win. Okie dokie. Uh, Plus, doing great work on SmackDown. Women's yeah, champ versus champ. Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Interesting match. Uh, Sasha. <sighs> She's on the Mandalorian. She Looking is indeed great. Um, I'm on. I'm, I'm still on episode. Man, I struggle with that Mandalorian show. I don't know why honest. it's so good. I I, I enjoy it. I, I'm a huge Star Wars mark, and the I fuck is wrong with you? I was obsessed with Boba Fett as a kid, and I don't know why the show is such a slog for me. I, I, what? I'm, I'm so sure. fun. I'm not sure. What why. are you on? I'm on episode three of season one. And Come on, bro. Of uh, one? I, Gina Carano. I'm not a oh, huge you... fan of, and so I'm not excited to see her either. And plus, of season she, one? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's all right. You, you'll it gets you better. Promise. I'll get into it, right? It's I know already people, good I know by who, episode three. What are you talking about? It's fine. Well, well, I think I know why Dan is. It's just the way the show is. It, it like all starts to really come together. Like <laughs> yeah, you yeah, like yeah. get into more of like the bounties and stuff. Okay. You're, you're like, yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. Asuka. No, by or the way, Sasha. I love I love John Favreau. I'm 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 excited to watch it. I just there's something about it not drawing me. It may, might might just be you'll a pandemic it. thing. Anyway, Keep watching. Uh, and I love Star Wars. You know that. Um, all right, what was it, that. Oscar? I'm going to choose Sasha Banks as well. I choose Sasha as well. I'm I think, choosing I, Sasha. I think they're going to. I think they're going to keep Sasha hot. You know, mm-hmm. Are we all choosing Sasha. I'm yes. going to choose yeah. Os. I'm going to choose Os. Then. Wow. Why not? <laughs> hey, I mean, we got nothing to lose here. And no one's ready for her. It's been proven. Um, okay, so. and finally, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Ooh, this is the well. You're. I already locked in my pick here. I have Roman as a clean uh, win. Yeah, you have Roman. Uh, that's I'll it. go outside really the madness. box. I'll go outside the box and I'll say um, cash in by the miss. 
Oh, you. That's oh. the winner of the match. Oh. I guess you could choose that. Character Why not? Yeah, well, yeah he's going to be the winner. You think he's going to join the match, or you think that he'll cash in after? Because then I don't know. If he cashes in after, you should still choose a winner. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really want. I want the chaos of him cashing in during, and them trying to figure out what what's supposed to happen. If if like because it becomes a triple threat. If he pins one person, does he get both the titles? Does he only get the title of the guy he pins? I want the chaos of that. And oh, fun fact I learned today too. And I think actually someone posted in the group was that the Miz, this a year, uh, not a year, 12 years ago, whatever it was when he last cashed in, was on the same date, November 22nd, which is the date of Survivor Series at the Amway Center as well. So he's 1,000% cashing in again. It's like the anniversary of his last cash in when he won the title. Yep. Interesting. Well, Mm -hmm. how about this? Pick someone who's going to win the match. Yeah. And then we'll do a tiebreaker that is does Miz cash in or not? Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Sure. So I say uh, and a cash in, by the way, a cash in means not that he attempts. It has to be the match starts, right? Right. Right. Okay. If ref has to be like, Are you sure? 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 And then he takes the briefcase. And then he has to do it. Yeah. And then he has to go toward he has to turn towards the timekeeper yeah. to say it and then turn back again and just be like Be sure. Bring the fucking I say <laughs> I say Roman wins, they're gonna beat the shit out of Drew after the match, and then that's when Miz is gonna cash in. Okay. okay. So, I'm gonna pick Roman. Drew for fun. Newman? And keep Roman in mind, Reigns. Dr- yeah, Reigns. Roman Wayans. Roman Reigns, and I think because I, Damon I think Wayans? Damon, Damon you got Damon Wayans. Okay, Damon Wayans. Um, I think that um, Jay is gonna help him win as like a way to like mm. try to like make it up to him, but it's still gonna be the wrong move, and he's gonna get pissed at him for even trying to like help him. All right, and for the tiebreaker, do you think Miz cashes yes. in? Do you think he's sure? Yeah. Okay, so we've got. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no cash in. Wow. Same. All right, there you have it, folks. We'll see how things shake out in the Kazum Thunderdome on Sunday. By the way, we didn't factor in at all any of the whatever the Undertaker is gonna do. You know. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, other than he could join Team SmackDown. And what is with that picture of him that they're using on that 30th anniversary thing? He's like, he's like, he's like making the weirdest face. Like. Like, I haven't I, seen you know, look at it. His hair is really curly towards the front. Like <laughs> it looks like a wig almost. And he's like making this weird face in all the advertisements that they keep saying for Sunday. Mm. Um, but I think the fiend that the fiend is going to do something with the Undertaker too. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm saying no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said no cash in. All yeah. right, sweet. Um, all, right. all right, good. See we got the, we got this locked in, but, but and uh, you guys can see live who gets this right or wrong. If you're a uh, great uh, card, remember Patreon.com/slash comedians wrestling. Join us at the ten dollar level, and you could join and watch the pay per view with us via Zoom. We did it last month. It was a great time. Um, we it was it was it was fucking awesome. It's a blast. It was fun. Um, Josh Timperley. Stayed up till two. He was up at two a.m. British time. <laughs> Our UK contingency out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. And remember, this week, uh, Friday morning, we'll have our AEW NXT episode. We're going to be watching AEW NXT tonight when it's on, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, me and Tulo will be talking about mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and you get access to that on Patreon. And also remember to rate the star uh, podcast five stars. Right in the comments, 
uh, an Apple podcast who one of your guys is, and we'll give you uh, props on the show. Write your name and one of your guys, and also follow me on Instagram at Dan Black Tech. Anyone else want to plug your social? Um, <laughs> at Cal uh, Podcast, please. Give can us we get some follow. cashins. Let's get some cashins. We'll get some cashins back. We'll get the cashins All back. Right. Come on, let's um, go. Okay, the ca- see the cashins. People are cashing in less because, like, during COVID, I think people are just doing mm-hmm. it less. So well, cashins, when you know, it's fine, it's fine. The, the, the cashins are not dead. Don't worry. Um, and but I do. I actually do have a good cashin. I'll do, I'll, but I'll use it next week. It's not. Uh, okay. It's not topical. Um, uh, <laughs> but my internet went out. So uh, before we started, so I didn't get to load that, and I also didn't get to load my sound drop, which was the Miz saying correct. correct. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So, oh man fine. i'll have that ready to go for next week but everybody everybody thanks for listening to the podcast spread the word tell us about the show rate the show help support the show patreon.com and uh hey everybody keep watching wrestling kisses comedians of wrestling i listen on thursday when i go to work <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>